Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one and enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. Hey everybody, it's good to see you all. Right now it is Saturday and if you're in Texas like I am, it is pouring rain. So I'm hoping nothing happens during this recording session. Anyway, I, I'm here with an incredible artist. Uh, I'm so happy to have you on the show. And I forgot how to say the name again. I'm so sorry. I, 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 just, I just cannot get it through my head. So, um, I'm sorry. It's, yeah, no, you're good. It, it's nooses. Ah, uh, nooses. Okay. Young nooses. Got it. Yeah. Alright, so guys, this is Young Nooses. Um, I finally got the name right. Anyway, seriously though, I am happy to have you on here. Um, I listened to a couple of your tracks, and they are amazing. So, I just, I just wanted to say up front, and I just want to thank you for taking the time out to talk to me. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. For sure, yeah. And we have a lot to dive into. Because you got a lot going on in your little life. So I figured yeah. we start with uh, Numero Uno. Um, you do have a new track. It's actually coming out on the 25th. So congrats on this. This uh, yep. new track is called To The Depths. And I kind of want to ask about it. Because firstly, I'm in love with the artwork. But also, I am beyond excited uh, for this new track mm-hmm. so uh is there anything you want to say about it um is there anything you'd like to share about this particular you know track so you brought up the artwork and i actually did that myself pretty much almost all my artwork i do myself unless uh specifically like stated so whenever i do have artwork done by somebody i'll obviously credit them so like my song hanged i had was an actual oil painting done by my friend kevin um who's a very talented artist he does stuff like that all the time and then my recent song man down artwork was done by me and uh i had help from people that made like the original piece which is a graphics box and um then shinigami i had my friend casket nap make that so but this this art you know 90 percent of my artwork has been itself done and this is also one of those songs that it is so um but yeah aside from that it's it's going to be a little bit different of a track from all the other singles that I've been dropping recently and will be dropping. It is a lot more uh, like reflective, introspective, and actually does speak to like a real topic as opposed to the rest of the singles that have been kind of just like, you know, hype, uh, aggressive, uh, you know, just energetic whatsoever. Uh, this one, it's a lot more experimental with the beat, a lot more atmospheric and whatnot. And it's, uh, it's definitely going to be more of a standalone single. But I did want to have it out because the beat is phenomenal. And uh, I felt like this, you know, in between Man Down and my next collab I got coming, this would be a pretty good, pretty good spot to drop like a solo song. So Very valid, very valid. Uh, I am in love with the artwork. This is really, really, it, like it really speaks to me. And I, I'm super excited, though, to be, um, to be honest. I'll be probably stalking your instagram until it, until it comes out i'm just kidding <laughs> well i got i got another clip uh i'm about to actually post today probably after this interview um since it's literally a week away i think so uh yeah i will be you know i'll be posting that and then whenever it does uh drop obviously i'll be posting a clip 
Uh, it's actually it is dope to hear that about the art about the artwork as well because this is one of those that it went through a couple different revisions and I just was not 100% sure exactly what I wanted to do with the artwork. I went through some like different AI models um, and none of them really worked out. So I eventually just kind of crafted it and put it together and kind of kept it as it is. So it's it's great to hear that about the artwork when it's something I wasn't 100% on myself. Well, I'm glad you kept it. It really is rocking. I vibe with it. So thank God you kept it. And I'm excited. Uh, and not only that, I'm, I'm excited for what the sound will be because you also mentioned the um, and it's also on your, on your Instagram. Not that I'm on it, I actually memorized the post, but um, I'm most excited because this will be more of an experimental type track, and um, I'm excited to see what that, what that will sound like, um, kind of thing. So that will be very different. Oh, okay. uh, along with that being said, um, how, like, God, I can't say it in the right word. What can the fans expect from this, you know, new track? Um, how can how can they expect from it, um, kind of thing? So, obviously, I kind of gave a little synopsis of it on that uh, official Instagram post of um, which I do for everything. I'll post a couple reels, and then I'll post whenever I do the actual announcement post. I'll give a little synopsis of what it is, just so people do know what to expect outside of just the little clip and snippets that I send here and there, but. It does speak on a lot of mental issues, and the whole into the depths idea is is more uh, metaphorical than anything. It's kind of just you know like into the depths of the mind and this and that. A lot of the music that I make that does speak on real topics has to do with mental and emotional issues. It's just a lot of stuff that I've I've gone through and experienced in my life. Um, so it almost feels like every time I say something like that, it's like yeah, all of your songs are like this. But you know. Um, this does speak to different different kind of things and stuff that I even I haven't exactly dealt with myself, but I've had friends with. Um, there's stuff like you know multiple personality disorder, or schizophrenia that it's kind of referenced and stuff like that. Just things that I've heard and kind of related it to that as well. Um, same with like I think I may have noted I may have uh, mentioned like DID, like dissociative identity disorder on there, which is. You know, it may not be some. It, the whole thing may not be something that I deal with, but it's certainly things that I have seen or that I have maybe experienced some symptom or some feeling of myself as well. Um, and it's obviously with a lot of songs, it is kind of an exaggeration of it, but I feel like it will be able to speak to a lot of people that deal with some things like that or know that, and they'll be, you know, they'll be like, okay, this is actually how it feels. It's a very uh, somber, kind of dark expression of it. But I think I, I think I've captured it in a way as well with the guy who made it, the beat Aragon, who made makes phenomenal beats, absolute animal of a producer. Um, I think we've been able to capture it pretty well on just the kind of forebodingness of it and darkness of it. But um, there's a couple of different things I tried in there. Some vocally is very similar to what I normally do. Um, some of it is a little more on the kind of clean ish side mixed with a lot of the hybrids that i do and then there's a portion in it that i'm actually going to be uh previewing today on the reel i believe that it's something that i've kind of dipped my feet into a bit but haven't really done much in my music and a lot of it is that's like it's this kind of scream no more towards the scream hybrids but it's a lot more of fast rapid uh screamo whatever you want to call it hybrid type stuff so uh, it is stepping a little bit more into kind of that speed of it, but a lot of it I think is still, you know, pretty pretty easy to understand if you listen to like Dark Trap and whatever. So for sure, yeah, absolutely. And I was actually gonna get into that genre of music because I want I want to really get into how how would you describe your music anyway? Because this kind of reminds me of a song you put out last month on the 17th which had a very similar i guess had a similar feel to it the artwork is very dark like the other one and had mm -hmm. a very similar feel to it so how would you you know describe your describe you know your music and how do you go about um actually 
the, the music process. So, I'm kind of basically like a jack of all trades in a lot of the things that I do. I have different cycles that I run through. So, obviously, right now, a lot of my music will be more dark trap and trap metal. And that is like mostly what I associate with. Although, like back in 2021, I was kind of running through a metal cycle for the EP that I had that came out. Um, and pretty much everything, aside from the first album that year, which was in February, aside from that, everything that year was like deathcore, you know, slamming death metal, whatever. Um, everything this year has been, for the most part, just dark trap, trap metal. There's one song uh, that I dropped with Doey in 2022 that was... Uh, something way out of my wheelhouse it was just like kind of melodic vibey rap or whatever um and then i dropped a cover of a lorna shore song which was more deathcore but aside from that actual releases this album cycle has been more just dark trap trap metal alt rap kind of just typical alternative but a lot of hip-hop and rap elements thrown in as well and there are a couple songs on the album that i'm working on that i do plan on having more just kind of straightforward rap and i'm working with a lot of artists that are just kind of straightforward rap um but aside from that i do a little bit of like everything it just comes in album cycles so like i said 2021 was more metal because that was kind of what i was focusing on um in you know eventually after this album i'll probably be going back to something but a different different kind of metal and uh, uh you know aside from that this year has been i have an electronic album but that was kind of just out of that was like I said, that was beginning of 2021. So I was kind of just doing everything at the time. Um, but I've kind of shifted into cycles. So I do a little bit of everything, but I do stick to, for the most part, a certain genre of release for a different album uh, cycle and season and whatnot. So probably up until this album comes out, I will be sticking heavily to just a lot of dark trap trap metal uh experimental alternative type stuff i do have a couple actual metal songs coming out with a friend a couple friends that i've actually featured for and i've done full metal stuff but it's it's just like collab feature type stuff so as far as like full-on releases for me i'll have stuff like that uh sprinkled in here and there we've got a song on an upcoming ep that's got it's basically funk all the way through and then the end is like it shifts to straight up new metalcore so you know we'll have stuff like that thrown in but for the most part it'll be funk dark trap trap metal alternative whatever kind of stuff it'll be centered around kind of like a rap or just alternative vibe in general for the most part oh i kind of i kind of dig the dark vibes to be honest i love horror movies so i definitely dig you know that kind of genre Definitely do get a lot of inspiration from stuff like that. Matter of fact, I've actually got a song with a couple of friends, my boy Rage and uh, Shira, that we've got that's been finished for a minute, but we're actually releasing it on Halloween. And it's that's the entire thing. It, the entire shtick of it is just scary movies and like horror movies and whatever. So he references a couple of them in his verse and his uh, hook, and I reference a bunch of them in my verse. So. Sick. I, I'm excited for that. This guy gets... You you can, you just keep getting better and better. Yes. I try. If if nothing else, I try to evolve with everything that I drop. So I mean, you know. Right, right. It's about getting better. I wanna jump into your collective. I saw that you post like you re, like you reposted or like you collaborated on a post, but you do have a collective, so I didn't wanna ask about that because it's something you made, right? So um, I kind of want to ask about, like, how'd you make it, and do you have things coming up? Like, I don't know the da- the download of, of that collective. Thins and outs. So, it's, it started out, like, years ago, actually. Just, I, I always wanted the idea, but it started out years ago as literally just a group chat. And, uh, it was a lot different than now. It was basically, it started out as basically just anybody who was a one-man band or solo artist. Um, so at the time it was me, my buddy who did Demon Defiled, which is now a two-man band, but it used to be just him. Um, same with my buddy who does Tyrantula. He does that. I think his other projects are Gloombringer and Fresh Wounds. He does that all himself um, with people, obviously, so instrumental and whatever, but it's his his thing, kind of similar to how I work. Um, but then it kind of just evolved, and 
like currently in I'd say mid to late 2022, I joined a couple different collectives, a couple different groups um, through Instagram mostly that helped me network with a lot of cool people. And I don't have as big of a role in either of them as now that I have uh, for different reasons, but I kind of I kind of gathered that along with the people that I already knew and kind of started my own. And we had, we had kind of big plans or whatever that got a little bit rushed. And so now it's kind of a lot under construction and it really has kind of similar comeback to just a group chat, but um, we got a lot of different things. So I've got a lot of different networking for production and engineering. Uh, we got a bunch of producers and engineers in there as well, but um, a bunch of different artists pretty much anybody and we're not really limited by genre so we've got a couple people in there that do like metalcore and deathcore and then we've got a lot of other people in there that do stuff like dark trap trap metal my boy michael ricardi does uh a lot of melodic rap and hip-hop i've got a guy in there bulletproof baby who does a lot of you know melodic kind of pop uh hip-hop rap type stuff um but we originally started out um what i had in plan i have google drive folders for every artist and i had a document for different kind of posting whatever i wanted to use this page that i had to uh basically make posts and whatever to network and promote the artists and whatnot um still working on things with that we eventually want to get a discord server together also still working on something like that um but it's right now it's just a huge we got the collective and then we got the community outside of it um that kind of overlaps and it's just a bunch of different artists I, the group chat on instagram right now is blowing up i've got like 30 messages in there already but um we kind of there's a lot of sending our stuff uh engagement network um different playlisters or whatever will you know shoot out to our people and whatnot let them know uh who to work with who maybe to not work with um but at the end of the day as well they're all independent uh grown artists everybody in there is an adult we kind of do our own thing so you know, there are no, like, set standards of, you know, work with this person, don't work with this person. At the end of the day, they they rule their own artistry. So we it, it's pretty much we kind of just come together. We all know what's up in the scene and, you know, what we actually want to do, which is something that I can't say about either of the other few collectives that I've been in. They've had some people in there that it's, for me, it's been questionable of, you know, do they really contribute anything or whatnot? Um, and a big thing of ours is reciprocation as well. So if somebody sends a pre-save link and you expect them to pre-save your stuff, support you, do the same for them. I have a bunch of songs from other friends pre-saved that I haven't even listened to yet that have come out that showed my library just because I haven't pre-saved. Um, but, you know, I give them that pre-save, whether I think it's something I'm going to be listening to nonstop or not. We give them that support and it just it helps a lot with engagement and whatever. So. A bunch of comments on everybody's posts will help the algorithm. You know, we share everybody's stuff to our stories and this and that. Um, so right now it's kind of just a community and we kind of really just help each other out, whatever. We've got a couple different uh, outposts and avenues, stuff like Aesthetic Records. Um, we've got ETA, a new podcast, who does his own thing that supports the artist. So we kind of just do a lot of that for the most part right now. That's really great. That's major props to that, for real. Like, that's really great that y'all come together and y'all, you know, help promote each other. That's that's actually really great. It's, like, it's very hard to come by genuine support and like actual help in the scene nowadays, and people that won't just switch up on a dime for whatever. And there's a lot of people that claim to champion for the underground, but they don't. And they'll consistently screw over uh, underground bands or artists and continue to suck up to and worship to like big record label signed bands and whatever. It's really hard to come by a lot of that, uh, a lot of genuine support and, dare I say, sometimes even friendship. Just being, you know, colleagues and homies with somebody in the scene. It's very hard to come by that. All of us have had very problematic experiences with a lot of people. And so um, we kind of just, this is. It's a group of people that, you know, it's not, it's just no BS. Like, we, we know how it is, and uh, it definitely, it, it definitely helps to have something that I can go to that's like, yeah, this is my spot. This is, you know, I know people are going to be real here. I know if, you know, if something is wrong, it's going to be said. There's not going to be a bunch of drama spilling around, you know, gossip, you know, here, there, and the other. 
And so it, it's really hard to come by that in the scene. So it's, it's, it's great to have a spot that actually, you know, brings, brings the filling to that void. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And I, I just love that that's, that's your safe space and you're around people that share, that kind of share the same genre as you, that share the same push and passion as you. Like, that's, that's real, that's, that's actually for real impressive that, that you come by that and that, you know, that collaboration, you know, happens. I, I feel like it, it, it's a real collective, to be honest. There, like, I've come around different people that, you know, claim to be a collective, gotten some really bougie ones, but y'all are a real collective of people who share the same passion and drive that are really there. Like, y'all are a real collective. Like, that's, that's much to celebrate mm-hmm. on, much to captivate on. Like, y'all are, for real, you know, a real collective. So, I just want to just... Right. It's certainly not as organized as I wish it'd be, but, you know, we're working on that as well, obviously. But, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and that's and that's great, too, that y'all are working on it. You know, and 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 I'm and I love that you you were honest about it, and that y'all have works in, works in progress. But even that, like y'all still are a real collective, even with the works still in. So, I would say y'all are one of the realest ones that I've you know that I've ever really come across. We definitely try, and a real standard of integrity is kind of kind of what we try to uphold, considering what a lot of us have come from. There's been a lot of. Uh, a lot of issues between other collectives, stuff like botting streams and uh, just, like I said, certain people that, you know, are they really contributing to the space there or are they kind of just sending? And it also a standard of, like, quality in the music. There's a lot of people in a couple of different collectives I've been in that, you know, no absolute personal hate to anybody, but it's not, a, they don't make music that I would personally jump on because of my, you know, quality of, my standard of uh, quality of music, so... That's a big thing that drives here. If somebody wants to jump in and it's like they're still producing, uh, you know, one track, you know, uh, non-time stuff on, you know, BandLab and SoundCloud, it's like, okay, you might need some more time to figure things out. But it's, you know, it's there's no hate or push towards anybody outside of it. Again, like I said, everybody in there is their own independent artist. We don't really force people into one one thing or the other. Um, but it, it kind of just is what it is, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I feel that for sure. Yeah, but, you know, regardless, I am glad that you're in the position that you are. I mean, there's so much amazing stuff to love about you, so that's, you know, that's, that's the highlight, really, so far. Um, it's... And I'm also laughing because of this, like, person that keeps hating on you on Instagram. I'm laughing. <laughs> he is funny. He's cute and funny. <laughs> a little kid. I, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not, um, aware of a lot of that, to be honest. I kind of just, I don't really have, like, specific beef with anybody. There's people that kind of, you know, talk, talk on me and all this and that, but I don't really, a lot of it doesn't even come across my dash. Because either, you know, 90% of them, I just don't even follow them. Right. But I don't, yeah. There's not a lot of that that I'm aware of. Uh, um, and I'm glad you're not. You know, the haters that you don't see, you can't really, it's, it's like, I guess what I'm trying to say, it, it's a good thing you don't know because then you can't get involved and they're just people that just comment on, you know, your stuff. <laughs> and, you know, you don't have to worry about their lives or whatever. So I'm actually glad even then the comments and everything like to me i don't it doesn't really i've heard a lot worse than like anybody has told me in the past three years but on top of that things like comments and stuff if like if i posted something onto the uh a youtube channel and people trashing it whatever ultimately youtube and instagram and tiktok they only see that as a, a a number going up they don't see if it's an you know if somebody said oh this is bad this is good they see it as a number going up so that helps me in the algorithm all the same regardless of if it's you know, somebody's trying to start stuff or they're trying to, you know, trash on a song or something. It helps me either way, you know. There's no such thing as bad press. Right, yeah. For sure. I'm just glad that you have just, you know, just this drive and you're focused on your music entirely and you're not worried about any outside people. That's that's really, 
you know, good um, to have. You know, I I admire people that are really yeah. focused. You know, some people they worry so much about comments and all. Like your focus on just your music, which I admire very much. I've certainly been there when that that has happened, and I have focused on it. And it's put me in a terrible headspace. Um, but you know, it comes to the point that I I don't even have the time for it. <laughs> like. I work a full-time job, you know, 50 plus hours a week, and then I only have time to do music on the weekends. If I had, if I had to give all of those so much, fo- all that so much focus, I wouldn't get anything done because I, I have, I go back and forth between different things all the time. I mean, I just, even to the bottom of the barrel, I just don't have time for it, you know. Okay, and I admire your honesty too. Like, I love that you keep everything real with me. You know, you're not, you know, sugarcoating anything. You're telling me off the bat that all this is happening to you. And that's I admire. Like, that shows you're, like, this genuine artist that's just here to be in this industry and just be, just bring, you know, just bring music. Yeah, I mean, I won't claim to be anything I'm not, you know. So it's, it. there's, I don't really have anything that, uh, you know, to exaggerate or any of that so i mean you know kind of just tell it like it is i feel that for sure (laughs) and actually i'm also i was also curious to know since you are into this you know dark methodic kind of music where did this you know where did this genre like where did this drive for that kind of genre you know come from because i had no idea that you made that kind of music until i actually listened to it in like even that i was like oh wow oh my god so i want to generally know like what got you interested to this genre and what got you interested in like making music in this kind of genre this kind of way so even like a decade ago when i was a kid i pretty much whenever i just like went you know going to school and going home and this and that Every time I'd listen to the radio, and this is back when radio station played literally everything. They played Slipknot, and then they went and played Lady Antebellum, and then they went and played Kesha, and then they went and played Hollywood Undead right after that. So I got introduced to a whole dozens of genres real early in life, um, and I was around a lot of people that listened to a lot of different stuff. Um, my stepdad listened to things like Eminem and then Drowning Pool, so it's like, you know. Um, and then one of the biggest things, uh, really drove me is I remember a lot of times when I was growing up here where I live right now, uh, South Carolina, um, I had like one friend that lived here. And so we'd hang out at his house and whatever and play video games and listen to music all the time. And 90% of that was some form of rap. It was mostly like Eminem and then just what was going on around that day. So a lot of, uh, anything from like Jeezy to Kanye West to, um, like Wiz Khalifa, even up to like Lozy Burt and stuff. Um, so hearing that and being around him a lot, we just both kind of got this settled in our mind. We're like, dang, we want to do this. You know, this is what we want to do growing up. And he he does, he makes his own music too. Um, a boy, Lil Wooski. Um, he makes his own music and whatever, just the same as well. But uh, so I got into that. I was like, yeah, I want to rap when I grow up. You know, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. Um, and then in that same vein during that time, I transcended and grew into an emo kid. <laughs> so I listened to, you know, all the Three Days Grays, Falling in Reverse, all that uh, rock and, you know, emo post-hardcore, whatever you want to call it stuff. And I just consistently got heavier after that. So I started listening to metalcore, I started listening to deathcore, death metal, black metal, you know, all the different kinds of uh, genres of metal and stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I want to do this too now. And I started out in a couple metal bands. Um, I I got some stuff written and recorded and stuff and whatever. Nobody else ever did anything. So that was that was the downfall of that. I was never in a band that actually did something. So I just started my own solo stuff, found an instrumentalist. Um, but coming together, I really got uh, kind of put on to the trap metal idea that I, I didn't even know it existed. I didn't even know it was like an actual genre at the time. 
um, by somebody who I was working for as a logo designer, as a graphic designer. They were like, you know, you would make really good logos for like trap metal artists, like Scar Lord or um, Project. And I was like, I don't even know who this is. So I got put onto that, listened to some of that, and I'm like, this is awesome. You know, a lot of it I'd heard from like rock rap stuff back in the day, like Hollywood and Dead or um, shoot, even Eminem had some stuff like that. Um, but a lot of those bands and I was hearing this, that was like a new take on it. I was like, this is insane. So I got huge into that um, for like a year or two, a couple of years. And uh, that was kind of the spec, the main spectrum of what I want to do. I heard all this different kind of music. And I definitely established, like, I definitely want to do rap when I grow up. And then I definitely want to do metal. And so it just, the spectrum went from there to there and just everything in between. So obviously I do a lot of stuff that goes from rap into metal or deathcore, like Blood Soak, my song with uh, Lucifer Lux. Um, a lot of that's straight trap metal and it goes straight into slamming deathcore at the end. Um, and just, like, everything in between. So I've done a lot of stuff that I would consider could be thrown into you know metalcore influence or whatnot or post-hardcore or whatnot um i've done a couple covers that i've yet to release that have been stuff that are more kind of uh metalcore post-hardcore or whatnot um but yeah kind of just stem from there i listened to two very different genres of music decided i wanted to do both of those and then it just kind of expanded to everything in between so and obviously a lot of the artists that i've met uh along the way of doing that I've uh, have greatly influenced it. So, you know, I'm like, huh, I want to make music like this guy and this guy. You know, I've taken a lot of inspiration and influence from a lot of different uh, bands and artists. So. Oh. Interesting. And that makes a lot that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Wow. You've come I feel like it's the case with a lot of a lot of people that I uh, that I make music with. I've heard a lot of people that say the same thing, like, yeah, I used to listen to, you know, Eminem, and then uh, right on after would come on like Slipknot or you know Sepultura, and it's like yeah, that's pretty much how it is. Right, so I think right, it's kind of universal yeah. in that sense. And you come a long way. Wow, you have indulged so much. Like props to you. You are still standing making music. That's I'm still trying to take that in myself. <laughs> it's hard to at times. It's hard to keep consistent. I mean. Last year, I took a like five month hiatus from music because I didn't even know if I still wanted to do a lot of it anymore. And um, I'm probably going to after I finish this release cycle, take another like six month break or something. But uh, you know, it is hard to stay consistent. Like you said, I've I've come a long way since when I first started. I mean, that's the only reason I keep up some of the music from 2020 is just for people to like listen and see like, hey, this is there's there's been a change, you know. There's been an, an evolution yeah, of growth. Yeah, for so. sure. And I feel that. that. That happened to a lot of artists, you know. That's been happening to a lot. And they've been, like, having hiatuses and a lot of mental health coming up. So, I feel like that's, like, that's a new thing now. And they're just taking breaks. And a lot of them are, have, been hitting, have been hit hard. So, I definitely, you know, I definitely feel that. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So... It's definitely a lot of having to balance being an artist, being a product, you know, in the business sense and still being a human, you know, dealing with stuff, living a, a normal, you know, a life, you know, that everything else goes on. But yeah, absolutely. Wow. You you hit me hard with that last one. I'm going to have to take a breather after you said that. I'm just I didn't need to take a breather. <laughs> um, but Anyway, um, speaking about this your drama, so I was looking at one of the other tracks and I was noticing like some of the lyrics and you did say earlier that you draw a lot of inspiration from like movies and you know stuff like that. So I want to know your technique whenever it comes to, you know, mm-hmm. production and writing. Like I, like I'm very curious to know like how do you go about, you know, the whole making songs or does it vary like between which one it definitely varies it it, it varies largely between song to song for the most part uh there's a couple different avenues that i go across sometimes i'll have the song title and the idea of it before the beat and i'll just match it to a beat that i feel like captures that vibe 
Um, or sometimes I'll have the entire song written before I get the beat of the instrumental. And I'm like, okay, now I either have to pick a proper beat or cut some of the song lyrics or have the beat extended or, you know, um, there's a couple songs for a couple different projects I have that I have entirely written and I haven't even gotten, uh, the demos or the beats or whatever back for. And then there's a case where I have to hear the beat and then I'll kind of write to that. So a couple things that say like Lucifer Lux has sent me, um, it's funny, he sent me one beat for a song that he was like, yeah, I want to do like an aggressive dark trap is what I'm feeling for this. I heard the beat. I was like, this is a really minor key. I was feeling a lot more sad with this. And so I made a demo and he was like, this is completely different from what I was thinking, but it works. So a lot of it is just, you know, especially with features and collabs, it's a lot of, I got to hear what the instrumental sounds like and kind of the vibe that I get from that. And then in cases for like my album, um i I normally have the idea of what i want to make the song prior to having the beat um that that was the case with take my heart that was the case of man down the beat for man down went through like three different songs before i settled on man down for it so um and it's been the case with a lot of a lot of different ones a lot of my singles so like death metal outcast um i had the idea for the hook and that was it and so then I wrote like everything after hearing the beat and what it goes through and whatnot. Mm. So. Interesting approaches I see. Right, right. It definitely does vary. And so. you know, I'm glad these process. I'm glad these processes work for you. Um, definitely, I see how it varies, and you know, I'm just I'm just glad that it that it works. You know, for you, and apparently it does because if it didn't, then they saw. Nine times out of ten, it does. There's a lot it doesn't, but yeah, nine times out of ten, it does. Somewhere uh, or another. Interesting. I'm thinking. That. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely. Apparently, uh, definitely those processes work, or else these songs would definitely suck if they didn't work. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, now, obviously, obviously, I have to ask this because I had a hard time saying it earlier. But I have to ask, where did the name come from? That's another thing that has gone through a million different transitions. Uh, <laughs> I had everything from, I mean... I've I've gone through so many different names before I settled on one that was actually an artist name. I've had a lot that were they just didn't sound like they encapsulated everything. Because obviously I wanted to make rap and metal with this one. And it's like, well, I've got a name that sounds perfect for rap, but this don't sound like anything a metal artist would come out with. And there's people that do that regardless. There's a metal, completely deathcore metal artist called Lil Kool-Aid that drops stuff. And he's got a metal logo and everything. And it's like, that's really weird. But, you know, um i went through a few different names uh i always wanted some kind of like different meaning behind it so there was one that was like repercussion that i spelled horribly wrong because i tried to spell it like reaper like grim reaper and then i put like a k in cushion or something um i went through holy ghost with x's for o's um and that was actually what i was going to stick with for a while um but then it kind of came back and I kind of just settled on nooses because whether in my logos or a lot of art, I've had a lot of people tell me, you know, you put a noose in like every logo that you make. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of like the uh, kind of like the look of it. <laughs> but um, and because a lot of my music centers around, you know, mental stuff that I've had go on, um, which I've been I've been through the ringer. I've dealt with like depression and suicidal thoughts and this and that um, for many years. So. You know, I've been there, came back, so I get how it is. So just the kind of just the imagery behind it um, kind of rolls off. It's, it's simple. It's not like three words or whatever. It kind of just gets the gets the point across. Um, and it kind of just it's, I mean, it's simple to to you know remember, and it's easy to you know kind of slap on an album art or whatever. Like this this next song that's coming out has my original logo on it um 
that's something I made. And it was easy just to slap on there, and it's like, oh, it looks like flames, it looks like wisps or whatever. And just, it's, it's, uh, as a logo designer, the name is also very um, symmetrical, kind of. It's got six letters in it. So you can divide that three on one side, three on the other. So it's it's something easy to turn into a logo. You don't need, you know, to turn one letter into taking up multiple different spaces and whatever. It's just, you know, it's it's relatively simple to work with. Um, but yeah, and then like I said, I kind of just wanted to be edgy about it. Uh, it was nooses as like normally spelled at first. Uh, my emails like that because of that. But I eventually did. I was just like, yeah, let me just change it to X's. And so that's kind of what it came about to be. But I went through a lot of different versions, I guess you could say, up until now. So, Well, thank the Lord you picked the one you have, because I don't know if I would rock with the other ones. Yeah, that's another thing. They didn't really have very right. much change. Yeah, this one, your name right now, actually, I vibe with, and it shows you're a real artist, and, you know... I vibe, I vibe with it, so thank God you kept it. I definitely felt uh definitely felt hesitant about this one even for a little while, but um, I mean it yeah it's worked up until nice. now. So. so and uh, speaking of working. I heard that you do have a full-time job. Um, I definitely want to get into how do mm-hmm. how, like how do, how are you able to balance both having a job and also having a musical platform like this? And you know, what, what's your whole strategy? What advice would you give to other people who are living a similar life to you? It's very stressful. Very, very stressful. It is not, uh, it's not for everybody. I have a lot of friends who do the same, or they work part-time jobs and do music, and they're like dads. They have kids and family, and I don't even know how they do it. Um, it's, for the most part, my job stays within the week. So it's Monday through Friday. Like I said, it's about 50 plus, give or take some hours or whatnot. Um, but aside from that, the weekends are almost always like, yeah, I, I got a couple things I got to do around the house. Um, I've got other business things I have to do sometimes, but you know, nine times out of 10, sometimes Fridays and Saturdays and sometimes Sundays, I have at least like one day for those to record. Um, and some days it'll be, I can bang out like three different songs. Some days I get like one song done. Um, if that, um, it's kind of just a week by week basis. What happens uh, a couple of the past weeks, I've been exhausted on Fridays. So as soon as I get home, I have gone to sleep and slept until noon the next day. So that day's shot. Um, but it, it's kind of just a week-by-week basis. Some days, some weekends I get stuff done, some weekends I don't. Um, but it is really tough because I do handle a lot of business during my job, my work week. Um whether it's you know calls back and forth with my instrumentalists or the people at the studios or whatnot that I work with, um, or just figuring out what needs to be done. Um, like today, uh, I probably today or tomorrow I need to record and also figure out what needs to be done about a certain couple beats. I need to send references back and forth. Uh, so it is very stressful, and I've definitely considered at at a point like. If I just quit music altogether, I would be able to save a lot more of my paycheck and be able to chill just a lot more. But um, I've just got so much planned that I don't want to at this point. Uh, I figure, like I said, I'm probably I do take a couple months of breaks sometimes during the year. Uh, I started that last year and it helped tremendously, both with my mental health and actual inspiration of getting back into making music. Um, and I'm doing a lot of networking this year, obviously. I'm going to be hanging out with, going to ATL to hang out with the Bulletproof Baby in April. And then I'm going to be uh, going up in May to North Carolina to record an EP with my boy Aku and a couple couple other people. Um, but it's just, it's it's very hectic. It's very, 
I'm a very I people have told me I'm like a workaholic. I I feel terrible if I don't get something done within a day. And so um it's kind of just the need to do something, the need to produce something. So it is very hectic and very stressful. Uh but I make it work somehow. So it but it's not for everybody. It it's it's definitely a heavy weight and like I said I've got friends that do all that and they have families. I don't even know how they do it. Um but somehow I find yeah. a balance in between all wow. that chaos, you know. I'm I'm envisioning how your day goes. Not even I could do it. I would be dead by the time the day is over, so major props. <laughs> I feel like that. Wow. Every day. <laughs> Total honesty. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's just how it is. Like I said, I come home some days at the end of the week, Fridays, and I'm like, man, I can't, I, you know, I got tonight, I can record. No, I, I literally, you know, I sit down and I cannot get back up. It's It leaves me drained of energy a lot. But, um, right, right. yeah, it's just something, you know, you just keep going at it. Now, I know there's some dads or some people that are working multiple jobs similar to you now. They're watching you right now, so what would you tell them at this very moment? You know, all power to you. I mean, just that in a lot of things with life, it's just keep at it. I mean, you know, again, I I don't understand how some people do it, but I feel like if I had to step up to the plate, I would just to have to find a way. And that's pretty much what they do. I mean, a couple of them have just recently had kids and they're like, you know, I don't know how this is going to work out, blah, blah. But they've somehow made it work and they're kind of they're doing their thing. So, I mean, it's just, you know, at, at the end of the day, yourself, your health, your well-being. And for those of them that have them, your family comes first. Um, and that 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 goes with me and my job. And then that goes with me and music. Uh, Part of the break that I took last year was because I was spending time with my family, uh, going on vacations to see other family members and this and that. And, you know, regardless of what happens with my music, my family is going to come first, 100 percent. And that's when, you know, some reasons I don't get stuff done on the weekends because, hey, my family needed something, this and that. Um, But, yeah, ultimately, just with everything in life, you know, your well-being and your family comes first. Anytime that somebody says something like that, you know, I'm sorry, I can't get you a feature this week. Uh, something my family, I'm telling them it's fine. You know, like I said, your well-being and your family comes first. So don't even try to worry about anything else. But obviously, if you can find a proper balance, then, you know, more power to you. I've found somewhat of that, but I'm still working right, on it myself, yeah. you know, so. Wow. That hit hard, too. Oh, my God. Anytime you say something about your life, it like it strikes me. It just it hits me. Like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like I said, it's not easy. Nothing in life is easy, but uh, you know you just kind of right, gotta yeah. adjust and I work accordingly. And I'm so proud that you have indulged so much and you've just pushed it on. I mean, even the song of, even your, which I actually did memorize the story too that I saw your Instagram, Instagram, because it was only released a few hours ago, but 1400 all time streams for this release. Um, I I can't pronounce the name, Shiny Gammy. (laughs) Shinigami, okay. I, I was Shinigami. close to Sh- yeah. Shinigami, which, uh, which I, I know you're a feature yeah, you on, the but idea. even that, that's really amazing. That's, you know, adding on to what you're talking about. So, look how much you can accomplish. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, uh, yeah, I de- I'm definitely grateful for it. Definitely appreciate it. A lot of that is the power of, um, my homie Savage Wave, he runs a lot of playlisting, and that dude has a crazy network. Um, he anything that I put my stuff on for him gets numbers like the day after instantly. It's he he does really good work for a lot of our people in the collective. My friend Joey Mortal just had his uh 
album put up on there, a couple songs from his album put up on there, and it's been blowing up. And uh, I've, I've, I've been even kind of uh, concerned about it myself, you know, whether it's like bought it or something. And I mean, no, everything that I put on there, that I get the numbers from that, it's a, there's a bunch of personal playlists that gets on too that I see. So he, he does incredible work for all of us. But um, yeah, that's great to hear about that song because uh, if anybody asks me, that's kind of my weakest feature, I, I, I believe, on a lot of music. But um, it's, it's good to hear that people do like that song. I've, I've gotten pretty good feedback from it. And all, all props to Phil, Phil the Void and Alistair for that. Um, Phil is the one who approached me about it. And like as a hundred percent it's his song i'm kind of just a feature on it so I, I would say same thing with alistair um but props to them because they they killed both their features they killed Sega. their uh, parts on the song as well. well after this i will be streaming i will probably be streaming like i'm gonna go check i'm gonna go shopping later i'm probably gonna like put it on my playlist and just like, hit on repeat for an hour while i'm shopping <laughs> <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. <laughs> and speaking of, you know, you know, hits and listening. So I definitely want to ask this last thing. Um, what can we look forward to in the future? Um, I know the 25th is is approaching soon. and That will be the new song. But aside from that, um, what can we look forward to in the near future? Mm-hmm. So... The, the new song obviously comes out next week on the 25th. Um, that is part of kind of just a stretch I've been doing for dropping something every month since I think like October, since November maybe. Um, and I'm going to be continuing that streak for just a little bit. Uh, next month I've got a single coming with Roma Johnson. That's um, going to be sometime late next month as well. Uh, in May I have a song coming with Love, Pain, Hate, Pain probably i think somewhere around late may as well uh i'm possibly thinking or hoping of dropping a cover by lorna shore uh soulless existence by lorna shore i did a vocal cover of that that i have done i just need the video for um but i'm thinking of dropping that early may or mid-may somewhere around there uh if not that might be in june and that's kind of all that i have that's concrete as of right now but I have a lot of things in the works. Um, that cover, like I said, that cover may be May or June. Uh, I have a Nothing Nowhere cover that I just need to figure out what I want to do as far as the video for um, if I do release it. So that may come later on in the year. Um, I'm currently working on a collab EP, three-way collab EP with Michael Riccardi and with Love, Pain, Hate, Pain as well that we're slowly making progress on. I don't really have a schedule for that, but that's coming sometime this year. Um, and then there are plans in place uh, for a triple collab EP between me, Joey Mortal, and uh, my boy Dante, who I believe goes by Screws now. Um, and then there's a bunch of different plans. I've got a couple songs out with uh, X Loose for Lux that he's working on, and we'll figure out when we want to release that. Um, I've got at least three songs with him that's unreleased at this point. But... Uh, and then there's a song that I'm featured on also with Michael Riccardi and Love, Pain, Hate, Pain uh, that is in the works. I had my feature done for it, just waiting on theirs and uh, the demo and whatnot for it. Um, uh, on top of that, I'm in talks with features and collabs on a bunch of other people. Me and Doey, obviously we dropped Non-Vited and we're probably hoping on making a collab EP sometime in the next future as well. Uh, same with me and Aragoth, who is the guy who made the beat for this song. Um, at the same time, like I said, I'm going up in May to record an EP with Aku No Heavy, and that's going to feature a couple friends on there, like Shatani, Exo, and uh, Blackwell. And we're going to figure out when that's coming out. We've got five awesome beats by my boy dreaded amazing producer absolutely killing it um and then i also got recently asked to be on the album upcoming album by paris tart so i've got a lot of different features and collabs in the works i just <laughs> don't have a schedule for any of them except for up till maybe june but i do have something dropping every month up until that point so there will be this song there will be a song in april 
and there will be a song in May. And then past that, probably a couple covers, and that might be when I take a little bit of a break. Uh, and just whatever releases is probably going to be features or collabs for me within their own time of when wow, they get finished. There's so know? much happening. Wow. It's... I've I've done a lot of features in the past like six months. It's it's crazy how many people have uh both and that's one thing that the collective has done is made a really good network for that. Somebody will just send an open in the chat and they'll be like, Who wants on this? And like three people will be like, Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do that and they'll send a verse like instantly. So um that networking has definitely helped. Aside from that, I, I am working I am obviously in album mode right now, so I'm trying to just work on music that songs that will be on the album. I currently have like three done maybe um but that's that album i'm probably not even uh planning on having out until like late 2024 but 2023 is going to be stacked and 2024 probably will be as well but 2024 is probably going to be more so when the album uh season kind of starts up but um i do have a lot <laughs> i have a lot uh kind of on the on the production belt as of right now just a matter awesome. of time before it kind of gets out well thanks for updating us i just thought we should get a little bit um just about the future so thanks for updating that and i'm super excited for all the new projects and collabs that come out i'm so mm -hmm. proud and happy for you you get, you do have a supporter of me um you know so major props to you and Appreciate that. And I just wanted to truly say thank you um, so much for taking the time out to, to really talk to me. Um, I've, I've enjoyed this very much. Uh, it's been a long time since I've interviewed um, a darker artist. Get it? Darker. I love puns. Um, anyway. Um, and yeah. What I was saying was, was thanks for, for being here, for featuring on the show. Um, I'm honored that I got to meet you and can't wait for us to stay connected. Absolutely. Appreciate the opportunity for as sure. always. Yes, and, uh, yes. You are welcome anytime. I love the conversation. I can't wait for more from you. Yes. Alright, here's my end of note. Likewise. I hope you guys have enjoyed this interview as much as I have. And as a special treat, after this interview, you all will get a chance to hear two tracks from this man right here. You guys will get a chance to hear two tracks that, um, that I forced, I'm just kidding, <laughs> that he uh, gratefully sent, and you all will get to hear it. So stay tuned for that. Um, I got a lot of things coming up, so um, keep on my Instagram for that. Thank you guys so much for watching, and I will see you all next time. And Texas, bring an umbrella. Just make sure you have an umbrella next to you because it's been pouring since last night. So good luck, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Bye, and peace out. Much love. Be blessed. Hello everybody, thank you guys so much for joining us tonight as we dove into a wonderful podcast episode. Now in this following segment, you will get a chance to hear this artist's showcase because every artist that comes on the show requires to do a showcase. So buckle up, get some popcorn and enjoy the showcase. I hope you guys love it and check out the artist when you get a chance to. Hope you guys love it. Enjoy.